Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. I love history, I've shared before I think, and I love TV and drama. I've definitely shared this before. And so naturally I love period drama, right? Movies or TV shows based on almost anything, you know, before a hundred years ago, right? Uh, you know, the further back the better it is. I love anything that is based on, you know, uh, old period in the past. And I love, and I know Koreans love this kind of stuff too because there is always there are always some dramas based on the old days in Korea, you know, of the, the Shilla dynasty, the Chosun dynasty, and, and so forth, right, where, you know, the kings are wearing the red robes with the black little hat things, and, you know, everyone calls them mama. I still don't really know why it's mama, but, you know, people love watching these old shows, and there, there is the idea of monarchy, of kings and queens ro ruling over people. And I think watching these kind of things and, and growing our understanding of even this uh, what is it, system of monarchy can actually help us grow spiritually as well. So let's read the psalm and then we'll continue. Psalm chapter 93, verses 1 through 5. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the world is established, firm and secure. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. Your statues, Lord, stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days. Now I said watching period dramas can kind of be helpful to our spiritual lives, or, or even books as well too, because the idea of monarchy uh, and the idea of monarch rule uh, is dying out in our modern society. There are very few uh, monarchies uh, in existence, uh, and the few that remain are constitutional monarchies with very little uh, direct and practical political power. And of course, we are enamored um, and used to the idea of democracy and the, the people's power and the people's rule. It is uh, the people who choose. It is the people uh, through election and through the, the, the choosing of particular people um, that actually govern the entire society and country. So, you know, naturally, there is difficulty for people, for all of us, to approach God and to understand God as a king, as that sovereign king. And, you know, there is this imagery used, you know, throughout the Bible and everywhere in the Bible of God as our king. Now, the, psalm, uh, the theme of Psalm 93 is the high kingship of God. And you know, notice my use, and this is a term that I borrowed from a commentary that I, that I read, the high kingship, not just the kingship, but the high kingship. He is God, but he's the high king of heaven. He is, you know, the ruler, ruler that is so much high and above our idea, even our idea of earthly kings and monarchies. So the, we're going to look at the extravagant language that is used to praise the majesty of God. And, you know, I, I thought it might be helpful to 
broadly divide today's psalm, today's very short psalm, into four sections. They're almost one verse each except one section. And the first one is presentation. Verse one, the Lord reigns. He is robed. And I, you know, think you should highlight, underline, circle the word robed. In majesty, the Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. Armed is another one. Indeed, the world is established, firm and secure. This is a show of force. The presentation of the majesty of God, his robe and a king's robe or his clothing is always indicative of his rule, of his station and position. That is why in Korea um, and other countries, certain colors are reserved for kings. Purple uh, in European countries, um, or like royal blue, that's why, that's why it's called royal blue. Uh, in Korea, I believe it's red, right? The blood, uh, not the, well, the blood red, the very dark red. Um, and it is a show of their position and the show of force, the show of power. And uh, some of these words that are used, Establish, firm, secure, armed with strength. To me, that reminded me of like military parades, right? A show of force of how powerful a king is. The first is the presentation of his majesty. The second uh, is, for want of a better word, the period of his majesty. Verse 2, your throne, God's throne, was established long ago. You are from eternity. Now, Period is to say that there is no period because the end of this verse says from all eternity, not even to eternity, like beginning to an eternity. There is no beginning, there is no end to his rule from and to all eternity. This is a concept that is completely alien to us. We have certain words and even a symbol. We have words like eternity or infinity, right, to express uh, this concept. But really, this is completely alien and too high above us. So we have presentation, we have the period, and then we have the evidence of God's majesty. Verses 3 and 4, the seas have lifted, lifted up, Lord, the seas have lifted up their voice, and so on. I won't read the whole thing. Now, this concept is a little bit closer to us the concept and the idea of nature. And we understand somewhat the power of nature. Some, to use some of the specific examples here, seas that swell up high. Now we have record of, sea, uh, of ocean waves that can go up as high as 100 feet, right? As high as that is, God is even higher, right? Thunder, mighty waters, Breakers of the sea, these references in verse 4, breakers of the sea are giant waves that form when the, uh, that not just form, but crashes when water, when waves reach the shore. You know, some of those huge, like, you know, waves that go like, right, it kind of explodes onto the shore. So all these imagery that we know, that we have seen, God is the one that created all of this, right? So now the God, the king who is high and above, the psalm is reminding us that, you know what? He created all of this. He makes all of this possible. And up to now, all of this is putting, setting into like stone, uh, figuratively, the rule and the majesty of God, the permanence of the rule of God or the majesty of God and how set in stone, like, you know, set in creation it is, before creation, over creation. And then finally, we have the result of all of this, of His Majesty. Verse 5, your statutes, your law, Lord, stand firm, 
Holiness adorns your house for endless days. So this is the rule of God, and I find it interesting that we go from the majesty, the theme of majesty of God, to describing, um, connect, uh, describing and then connecting with the creation of God to finally the, the law of God, of God. And this is how to live under a sovereign, to live worshiping the king, subjected to the king and how we worship the impossibly high and mighty king. That is why we need the rule of law. And this is why Christ has the name that is above every other name. To him was given everything, sovereignty to rule over everything. Yet, and, and also uh, that is why he had to come and die in our place to make the impossible possible, to create the way, to be the way for us, to approach the, the high king of heaven where before it was completely impossible. Some of you may have heard of the phrase cheap grace, but today I want to remind us that the ease of grace, the easiness of grace must not cheapen our worship of God. We have to be daily reminded and today is a reminder of the high majesty of God, the high kingship of God. And we live at his pleasure, we live according to his rule. And we need to live in a way that honors our king, where we live by the rules and the laws, the statutes that are set by our king, the king that is over us, that is sovereign over us, that has power over us, and that is our God. But as we have talked about the last couple of days as well, he just, you know, he's not that far away king. He's the king that has given everything possible for us to have an intimate relationship with him. But he is our king. And so let's worship the king today. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for your word, Lord, and we thank you for the reminder um, of our place before you, and how great and mighty you are, and for us to have a correct relationship with you, we must recognize your high kingly rule. Uh, so may we grow uh, as subjects of the King. May we grow as followers of the King, as your people, O God, so that we may grow in godliness, in Christ's likeness. And so again, Lord, we thank you for your Son uh, that enables us to come before the throne, uh, that, that great and mighty throne, with confidence, O God. So we thank you that you are our King and we worship you as our King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer.